Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. It's another day. It's another episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. We get together each and every day to try to help you, just you, I'm only talking to you, do a little bit better at scrum each and every day. All right, Mr. Miller has a board set up. By the way, like yep. and subscribe so you don't miss this stuff. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you're thinking as we do these videos. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you want to see more questions? We don't know unless you tell us. We need your feedback. Read the description. Check out our book. Check out our classes. All right, Mr. Miller, what have you teed up today? Uh, this is the last in our series to talk about how the Scrum team collaborates in the Scrum events. Yeah. It's kind of sad. If I could also ask a favor of all of our um, community here to put hashtag, hashtag Todd's team down here. Oh, Daniel Vacante and I continue in a feud with one another. So I hashtag need people. Team Todd. <laughs> yeah, be on my team, not Dan's team. Yeah, we got to be on Todd's team, right? How do you like that, Dan? Down with Kanban Dan. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Getting into it, though. Sprint retrospective, right? Uh, sprint retrospective, the event. That happens at the end of the sprint where we uh, get together as a scrum team to decide on some improvement items for the next sprint, right? This Love is it. all about process. We're looking at process. So what are we talking about here? Let's maybe start with the product owner, Ryan. Yeah, I think the product owner is really looking at, I think the product owner has a lot of angles to think about, right? Mm -hmm. How is stakeholder management, collaboration and engagement going? Mm -hmm. um, is product backlog refinement happening and working? And, and the reason we're really interested in that is not for the mechanical act of, of refinement. It's refinement brings transparency to the product backlog. And so mm -hmm. it's transparency between the product owner and the stakeholder and, and the product owner and the developers as, as far as the product backlog is concerned, is that happening? And has the product backlog become easier to understand? And is there good communication between the Scrum Master and the devs? And, and can we easily talk about product goals and sprint goals um, and whether or not those are being achieved and what the future looks like and the vision? And, and so the product owner is really inspecting um, all of those different collaborative angles, um, some of the practices like product backlog refinement, and really seeing have 
the, the, the I think the key pro the product owner question in this in the retro Todd, have I helped bring transparency to the product backlog this sprint? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's with stakeholders and the scrum team members and users and internal people. I think that's kind of the, the swing thought for the product owner. What do you think? I like it. I like it. Yeah. And, and that's a that's a that's an interesting, very unique perspective compared to the rest of the scrum team. Right. And this is all about creating transparency. And I just put a, I, I kind of highlighted this product backlog transparency because I really like that comment. And really, all of these <laughs> really relate to that. Right. Yeah. All of these really relate with that. And, and it's about relationship too, but I think having a transparent product backlog, that is thought mm -hmm. number one for the product owner in the retro. And if we're not getting it, how do we, how do we help get a little bit closer to that goal? Every day. Um, so let's moving on. So we're, I like, think that's, that was a great, very good diagnosis of the product owner here. The Scrum Master, this is a different perspective, right? Yeah, I think not so. That we, the, not that the Scrum Master doesn't care about the things that a product owner cares about, but Ultimately, so facilitate the Scrum Master may facilitate. They don't have to. I think that they're the, the hard thing about facilitation is it's really hard to facilitate and participate. And I think the Scrum Master has a lot to say here. So maybe you rotate facilitation, something happens. They don't have to facilitate. Oftentimes they do, but I'm not sure how much I like that. I don't know. Uh, so, but I mean, Thinking about the Scrum team's effectiveness, is the Scrum team effective? Is Scrum being upheld? How's our process? Are we adhering to Scrum in its fullest? Is there anything stopping us from adhering to Scrum? Is there any outside influences? Are there still impediments that we can't um, that we that we can't resolve? Uh, so th this is a really unique perspective that a Scrum master brings here. Really, the lens of Scrum is what I see this right. Yeah, and this this note here about looking for ways to improve improve effectiveness, Todd, and I, I think that's a, a really mm -hmm. big thing to zero in on. It's it's we've already got a note for it, but I think another note here would be like if I'm a scrum master and I'm in the retro and I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, and because we, we've got a duplicate note here, so maybe you can uh update that one, uphold the scrum, um, mm -hmm. uphold scrum. Let's change that to did I pop the scrum bubble this sprint? Right. Did I get out in the organization? Did I work on um, organizational impediments, which actually will lead to the uh, scrum team being more effective? Am I coaching leaders? Am I partnering with management? Have I popped that bubble? I think that's the mm -hmm. big swing thought that will lead to that effectiveness. We lead that we lead that charge with the scrum values. And in turn, we end up getting the right to uphold scrum. We earn the right to do that through delivery and effectiveness. Yeah. You saw me toss scrum values in there. I thought yep. that was an important one. I love it. Cool. You know, the, the developers, developers last, yep. last but not least, they've got to inspect the definition of done. They got to check on quality each and every retrospective. Are they working well together? Right. Are the, are there, are there starting to be is Jeffrey rearing his ugly head on the mm -hmm. team? If you've been in our advanced scrum master class of PSM two, you know exactly what we're talking about. Are there conflicts that need to be worked on? Are they building things together? Are they a golf team or a basketball team? Are they going up and down the court working together or are they playing their own ball and hoping everything comes together at the end? Quality is huge. Delivery is huge. You know, what processes and practices can we improve to get to delivery, right? I think that's where the developers' heads have to go. Are we shipping value with high quality? Yeah, I, I just want to zero in on this quality, right? And and like some something that might be like, are, do we have the right tools to do this? Yep. Uh, are we building with quality? I'm going to add delivering. Are we delivering, right? Um, I think these some of these can be universally applied across the entire Scrum team. But when I think about developers, I think about a carpenter, 
right? A carpenter that's in his or her garage building a table, right? Do we have the right tools to build that table? Are we putting it together the right way? Does the customer that we're building it for know exactly what we're doing and our expectations clear about the size of the table, about the orientation of the table, about what the shape of the table is gonna be like? Do we have um, everything that we need? Do we have proper lighting, right? So right. I start to, I, I always kind of, my, my grandfather was a master carpenter and I always think of that when I think about what the developers care about here in the retrospective. And it's interesting because what happens when we add all these together is some very unique perspectives, right? Very unique perspectives that should result in one to two improvement items for the next sprint that are universally applicable, don't you think? Absolutely. And so yeah. the, the end result is one to two improvement items, as Todd said. The other implication we want to highlight before we close this one out, if you're a product owner, scrum master, or developer, if you're fulfilling one of the accountabilities on a scrum team, you should be preparing ahead of time for your retro. These are things that you need to be prepared to speak to, prepared to, to help coordinate and understand and, and discuss so that we have an effective retrospective. If you're showing up without being prepared, if a product owner can't speak to the product backlog, if a scrum master can't speak to effectiveness, and, if, and the developers have no idea how delivery and quality are going, EBM might be a cool way to look at that, by the way. Then what? Then the the retro won't be um, all that it could be. So mm -hmm. show up, prepare, um, and actually this applies to all events. I think that's a good note too, Todd. Yeah, I just had to put it in there because uh, I think it was a good ad. Be prepared. All right, let that's us know a your... wrap. That's a wrap for the series. Goodbye, series. <laughs> well, maybe we'll go back to questions. Let us know in the comments where you think we should go next. Is, are there some topics out there you'd like for us to talk about? Are there questions you want us to take on? Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss what's next. Leave us your comments to tell us what you need. Ask your questions, do all that fun stuff. Check out the socials. We're pretty active on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Check out the videos below. The algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. Check out our description. Make sure that you get our book, Fixing Your Scrum. Lots of great stuff in there about all the Scrum events. Take a class with us. We do these kind of activities and more to help you really understand the accountabilities, the events, the artifacts, and how to get uh, effectiveness and quality and delivery through Scrum. I think that's enough. It's a Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Can't wait to see you then. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.